0: the earpiece in so you know hearing the play call kind of playing the game in my head and then just watching the guys and then and cheering them on obviously had a lot of guys playing and um just kind of seeing how everyone reacted to the different looks and then like we talked about just trying to play the game in your head too so that's always good you know like part of you wants to be out there uh definitely but um it was it was i think it was good reps for all those guys and then you know go back to the drawing board and get ready for this week well, listen, they can tell us that Trevor Lawrence, they're not sure if he's going to play yet. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is playing on Friday. Mm. How long? I think like two series. Pretty standard, right? Yeah, I mean, essentially, like, if you have drives, as long as they're not three and out, you're talking about a quarter of play, and then your next one is uh, maybe the half, you know, in, against Pittsburgh. So, but, like, I was a little surprised. Like, the uh, Press Taylor today was non-committal. Even Trevor was like, well, if I play, I don't know how much I'm going to play, blah, 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 blah. Of course, I'd like to play. And based on, like, he's not going to get super cautious all of a sudden. We saw a crazy intense practice yesterday. We saw a lot of guys play on Thursday night. Yeah. It, more than I ever thought would play, including the whole defense, except for Josh Allen and Foyer Aluokin. Of course, he's playing. So knowing what you know about what we saw at the game in Canton and knowing what you know about the practice you saw the other day, Is there a possibility Peterson goes maybe above and beyond what you're thinking with playing time? Like a whole quarter. Maybe. (laughs) Like a whole half. A half. Nah, I don't think so. Although I will say this, the offense, the defense has looked better than the offense overall in camp. Good and bad. Yeah, I would say that's overall not
1: good. And in the game.
0: And in the game, because you want the defense, you want the offense You want the offense clicking. Again, we've said this countless times, and this is fact. It's more important the offense plays well than the defense plays well. Yes. Now, close your ears, Mike Caldwell. Close your ears, Foyer, Lulikin, and Josh Allen. Like, listen, I think it's important you play well, too. But if one over the other, we would feel, we would get excited, jazzed up a little bit going into the season. If in these two preseason games, the offense looks pretty good, makes some plays, gives us something to get excited about. If they don't, if they look like they did Thursday, we're not going to feel good going into the season. We, we're not going to talk ourselves into it. The offense is what's going to talk us into, okay, this thing could turn. This thing's going in the right direction. The defense is not. It's not good enough if your offense can't score against your own defense in the red zone yesterday in practice like at all. Again, a little bit today, kind of struggled in that area. So the defense right now is ahead. The defense is, is winning it feels like in the first few weeks ahead of the Jags. But what does that mean relative to the league? I don't know. And I also don't think it matters that much because there's still time. There's plenty of time. Uh, but I think people will really put a lot of investment into these first couple of series on, on Friday. Would you even go further, Never, though, and say that let's say the team ends the season at 6-11, and 11, mm. but the offense is 15th and the defense is 30th versus mm. The defense being fifteenth and the offense is thirtieth. Same record, I still think you got a fan base way more fired up if the defense is fifteenth. No. Even not. if the offense even if no, I mean, offense, uh, The not. offense is fifteenth. Even if the defense is at the bottom of that. And place. that's what I talk. How it looks is so important, right? You can win so I mean, the Jazz won that game against Buffalo because they're a defense.
1: Mm. Yeah, they did. It was
0: a great win. Well, and Matthew Wright. <laughs> it was a great win. Love it. But like they can't. That's fine if one game goes like that, but you want your offense winning. Yeah. You want your offense scoring 30 points. To your point, if the Jags lose three games this year and they lose 35, 31, 38, 35, and like in a shootout 40 to 37, yeah, people and those are, are three of the losses, I'm say, not hope. saying those are the only three times they're going to lose. I'm just saying those are three of their losses. Yeah. like I think people can live with that. Well, this is the game of moral victories again, right? You go, okay, we only won five, six games this year, but we almost won three others. Well, keep you know. in mind, the Jags offense, I mean, we just celebrated Tony Bacelli and Kent, Ohio. Now, their offense has not been good since like those guys played guys like Vasselli and, and well, not really go to Jimmy Smith and McCardell and Fred Taylor, Fred Taylor yeah. you know, they're off. I shouldn't say not good. Their running game was really good, but they have been dynamic. Their offense was ranked very high. Actually in 2017, they were like the sixth overall offense in the league. They were the number one offense rushing in the league. But again, Today's day and age is a dynamic offense, a high-flying offense. These guys with Peterson and Lawrence and all these weapons that they've accumulated, even though they're probably still not where some of the teams are, have a chance to be dynamic and maybe as dynamic of an offense as we've seen in 15 years at the very least. We want to see that. We need to see some of that. And uh, that's really all that matters. Like it, It almost feels like that matters more than W's. At least uh, at some point this season. Uh, and I just don't know how much we're going to see that in the preseason, but it really matters once September 11th comes around.
1: I mean, we say that. Let them give up 45 points and we lose. <laughs> we're going to come in here and just bash. Oh, we will. Why do you mean they which, couldn't by, stop it? The they, sh-
0: they should be. They should be bashed if they give up 45 yeah. points and lose. But my, the point here, Casey, is you're not going to have a quarterback in the second year throwing 12 touchdowns and 17 picks, then. You're going to have a guy that's throwing probably 28 touchdowns in 14 picks, picks or 50, whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it might be. And that's totally different because don't lose sight of all this. It's still about that guy. Yep. Right? It's about this, the most important thing that happens this year is he takes a big step progression and looks like he's going to be the guy. This is about Trevor Lawrence hopefully being the Jacksonville quarterback for the next dozen years. Yeah. And to this year is a big year to say, hey, this is the stuff I'm capable of. And the camp has been off to a good start. Even though the defense is way ahead of the offense, Trevor's looked pretty good. He's had a couple of not-so-great moments. But it's not like he's throwing picks all over the place. He's looked really sharp. In fact, I'll have a little story on why he's throwing the ball as good as he's ever thrown it. Uh, coming up tonight on first and 10 training camp, 11:15 on not CBS 47 and Fox 30. But Ooh. that, uh, again, it's mm-hmm. all about him. Mm-hmm. It really is. Uh, all about him. So we'll see what happens Friday night. But back to the, my thought, he is going to play. Back to your thought about kickers, Matthew Bright still might be on like line whatever, <laughs> because I tell you these guys, when they miss the, the, I'm not a big into getting like helping that that narrative like these guys can't kick, they're not going to make it. I'd rather give them a shot and see. But I'm telling you, where there's these smoke- guys are not kicking for the Jacks. <laughs> oh boy, they're they're not going to be the kickers for the Jacks. They, they when they miss. It's ugly. It's, I don't think I can recall. And maybe we just got eyes on it more. But I just don't remember seeing kicks missed by the amount they're missing. And it's not to say they didn't make any. But they're missing by wide margins. And I'm talking about while the other team's going to do all their stuff and they're practicing. Yeah. I mean, against nothing. These aren't even high-pressure practice situations. And they're still flubbing. Woof. It you know. is, like, wide right. <laughs> like, oh way wide right. And it's even exacerbated more. It's not just one. I love it.
1: that's so funny. You got
0: the Ravens uh, signing yep. Justin Tucker to a record deal today for a kicker. It's just a week after the last record deal for a kicker. And then we're still trying to figure it out here in Jacksonville. Even my Jets are trying to figure it out. They got uh, Greg Zerlein in camp trying to compete with a few other guys for a kicking spot. But that's what's going to happen, right, as you get to cut day. You'll find a bunch of new kickers to bring into the organization and test them out, and eventually they'll land They're going to go
1: into week one in Washington. There's going to be eight kickers on the roster, and they're going to try out right before the game on It'll the
0: It'll be Eddie Pinheiro and his seven kids all lining up to try out for kicking. <laughs> there you go. I actually thought about this, guys. When I saw the, the Justin Tucker mm-hmm. contract, which is like $24 million, guaranteed, and yep. worth every penny of it. Sure. sure. The Jags would pay $48 million right <laughs> they now. They should. He's winning games. For Trade people. a couple of ones. <laughs> is there a, like... <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is there a wider position group disparity? I don't even know if that's a thing. Than Justin Tucker versus the Jags
1: kicking situation. Oh no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Absolutely not. That's but tough. If you have a guy that can make it in between the things from whatever it was in Detroit, 60, whatever, and then you're trying to tell me that they are so far away from the goalposts in practice that it's not even feasible for an NFL kicker, then no. There's no bigger disparity than that.
0: Like, think about best quarterback in the NFL is Mitch Trubisky, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Okay, so we'll take Patrick Mahomes, right? Yeah. Who's the worst quarterback in the NFL? Mitchell
1: Trubisky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Zach Wilson. Oh come on, man! Nah, you don't, you don't like Drew Locke.
1: Oh, ho, like? oh, it's definitely Drew Locke. Drew Locke's the worst quarterback. We continue. In the NFL.
0: Okay, so Fuck. let's just say it's Drew Locke. It, 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 we don't have to just say it is. Okay. 100%. So <laughs> is is the gap between Patrick Mahomes and Drew Locke bigger or smaller than Justin Tucker and the Jags kicking situation?
1: Oh, it's bad. Uh,
0: I don't know, man. That's a big gap L- listen, between Drew do you Locke you see the numbers on Pat Justin Mahomes. Tucker? Justin Tucker has hit... I think 57 consecutive field goals inside a minute to go or or in the fourth quarter. Inside a minute, I don't think he's ever missed one or something.
1: Yeah. Listen, if they physically are kicking it within, you know, 20 yards away from the goalposts, then, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Tucker. (laughs) But don't sleep on how horrible Drew Locke is. It's pretty bad. (laughs) I mean, I, I got one for you. Best kicker of all time
0: has to be Benetieri, right? Yeah. Is Justin Tucker better than him? Oh. He
1: probably like, needs I, a longer resume, right? How long has Tucker been in the league? Here's the thing, Brent. You're trying to trick me, and I'm going to fall for it because I'm going to say yes. Because Venetary, now correct me if I'm wrong, because like I was like zero when he was like really good as well. Was Venetary ever drilling him from like 66? Like no. Tucker's doing that. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. So like I think in terms of pressure kicks, it's Venetary because he's had the opportunity when Tucker has it. But if I need a kick from fifty nine, give me Prime Tucker versus Prime Venitari. If that makes sense, I think overall,
0: right? I think I think people. I just tagged Scoby and Pat McAfee. Let's see if they answer for us. <laughs> but Who? I because I will tell you this Scoby like is a huge Venitari guy, and obviously so is McAfee. Oh yeah, but true. I would. Th- I, I also know Scoby's a. Big Tucker guy. Remember when he would join us from Top Golf mm-hmm. last year? He raved about Tucker. And I would think, talent-wise, Tucker's the answer. That's what I was trying to say. But the problem is, for Tucker, he hasn't been in this... Like, even he's been in clutch situations, won a lot of games, but not like Vinatieri. Right. I mean, Vinatieri has won, like, on the biggest stages. And, and you me- you remember, like, if you remember kicks of all time... You remember, like, Vinatieri, three of them. And by the way, right? for half of his career, those big games were likely happening in New England home playoff games with swirling winds and always snow. happening. In well, that's snow that's and what and I was trying to
1: say. If I need, like, a game-winner pressure kick, you're giving me Vinatieri. But if I need the leg, yeah, yeah, you're giving me Tucker. The reality is Tucker's
0: got him beat by a good 10 percentage points Career wise, does he on field goal almost? Uh, I think, uh, well, I mean, Terry's at 83% for his career, 80, almost 84%. Tucker's at 91.1. That, <laughs> that is wild, bro. <laughs> that is wild. But Tucker's in the league for like nine years. Veneteri right. did it for 40 or whatever. And at that the end, crazy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and at the end last year, Veneteri was better, or whenever he was at the, like, yeah, he, he got 68%. Percent yeah, if you really took
0: bad. away his like last year. Or the last, yeah. probably more like an 86 But after that career came an in Indy in the dome. Well, that's true. Too. And he had a couple of big years there, 97%, 93%, but he's still under 90 for most of it. Yeah, so.
1: but I think you put the Jags Kickers in a dome and they still suck. Okay, so. Matthew, right, is, t- is Tucker a nine year guy? Seriously? Tucker
0: is 32 years old, uh, rookie in 2012. So I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, this season. is going to go on for a while, right? So he just signed a four year deal, which means he's he at least going through 36, probably. Mm-hmm. But let's just say he even goes a little. But uh, played to like, 44. 47. Oh, he was 47? Oh. Which is why his leg fell off in his final year. Wow, man. That's what a legend. a man. long time. Uh, what a legend. 24 I've to, 47. to 47. 47. What a career. Jeez. But it. But wow. even <laughs> Scobie, like, <laughs> let's take away the last two years, right? Yeah. His leg was strong. Oh, yeah. Even in his late 30s and early 40s. Like, remind you of, like, Brady's arm, who I still got it. Well, Venetieri, like, I know Scobie would rave about how... Strong. His leg was still at his age. Dude, at 38 years old, Vinatieri's kicking 93% field goals. What was his long that year? Do you know? Yeah, I'll I'll grab that for you. His long was... Now i got to look real quick. You guys...
1: Old people using the computer. It takes a while. uh, (laughs) Son of a (laughs) gun. He was was three of three from 50.
0: I don't see... um, That's pretty good. He still never had like Three of three from 50 plus, I should say. Okay. But yeah, I mean, listen, talk about your year 53. League. No doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. Career long for Vinatieri was, it uh, looks like 57. He was really? in the 50s almost every year. 57. The numbers on Tucker are ridiculous, man. Some of the numbers on Justin Tucker are just out of this world crazy.
1: What's wild is like he just said as long as kick is fifty seven and we all well, I kind of reacted, but y'all just sat there like it was normal. Like that's where we are in the NFL fifty seven yeah. is normal, and the jags are missing from thirty. it is
0: it is kind of normal now, but I mean, look at even the Santoso guy he had he kicked at sixty and it had plenty of distance.
1: That's right. Bring it, Santos. We are the only sports show in America getting somewhat excited about a kick that missed. <laughs> I don't no, care I'm how just, far away it was. We're finished. the only fan base that's like, oh, oh he almost made it, though. <laughs> Jags, baby, we could almost make from sixty.
0: I'm just telling you, everybody's got a big leg, a big leg, <laughs> except
1: Holy for cow. Matthew Wright. <laughs> he's working on it, and he's working on it. You saw the touchbacks. He's There's working electric. on it. All right, he's gonna be fine. He's gonna come back week one. He's gonna touch back. He's gonna hit a couple of kicks in Washington, and next thing you know Casey's complaining about Matthew Ray, you should be his agent. I think does uh, he need one? He sounds like he does need one yes, actually. He does. I'll I think Justin Maddie.
0: Tucker wins like three games a year on average for them.
1: Yeah. No doubt. So good. Yeah. Just so good. Like and there's something to be said, hey, you only have to get the ball on your side of the field. Like, you don't have to get it to the 30. Just get it to, like, the 40, and it'll be fine. It'll yeah. make it from 60.
0: Often, I think kickers are almost treated like that generator on the side of your home where you don't necessarily <laughs> need it every time. It's nice to have, but when the hurricane hits and the electric goes out, man, you're really happy <laughs> you own
1: one. That is- and the Jags are just like a house without air conditioning, baby, every year over Aww. and over.
0: PTSD from Casey Kurtz right there. And that, is, uh, that is the first time I've ever heard a kicker. <laughs> compared to a generator? Compared to a generator. Generating some points. Come on, Santoso. No, uh, generator's broken in Jacksonville. You really love Santoso. Bro. I want him to succeed. I love the name. <laughs> yeah, got three syllables. You're not the only one. I like that I could do Santoso <laughs> Stunner. I want to make more commercials for the guy. Oh, so three syllables matters, huh? It, to me, it does. It's a fun, a fun name to say. So does three points. Yes, <laughs> much more so than the <laughs> syllables in the guy's name. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's just, I I do agree with you. Kickers are a little bit like generators, but and if you don't have one, you wish you did. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in a hurricane. Well, the Jags are in the wish I did come. It is windy department. at TIAA Bank Field. Not literally, figuratively. <laughs> the clouds have rolled in. It's time to find the generator. Uh, well, we'll see what happens with the uh, uh, the Jags kicking situation. I don't. What do you guys? Th- well, Casey doesn't. I don't think Matthew Wright's going to be the guy. But I don't think the kicker is on the team right now. That's, That's what I'm getting at. That's really the moral yeah. of the story. Somebody will sign that right. Why haven't they I, Is nobody else having kicking problems? <laughs> Apparently not. Everybody's having Apparently kicking not. problems. Somebody did say this to me today, and I think like they bring up a good point. This happens in sports. So maybe whether it's a cyclical thing or not, I don't know. But they said the gap between the good, it's either like you're either really good or you're not that good. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of in-between. Like, you're either having the year like Josh Lambeau had or the Tuckers have. Specific to kickers. To kickers. Or it's like you're just trying to find the new guy all the time. Yeah. And it's a revolving door. And there's not like that guy that's like, okay, he misses like, uh, you know, five times a year. You're either missing like eight, nine, ten times a year or you're never missing. Is that what it is? I thought it was just like uh, the new NFL now. Like back in the day, you you had the kicker on the team for the season and if he stunk, you found one next year. And now it's like you have two or three bad games strung together and you're getting the boot. Yeah. uh, Literally. We also talked about this, though, or was thinking about this. I think the college game hurts the NFL game in the kicking world. One, you kick differently, right? You're kicking from the hashes, Mm -hmm. and it's all these angled kicks. Yeah. Yeah. And while the NFL, most, let's say the Alabamas and the Clemsons and the Ohio States of the world, they're developing talent for the NFL with scholarships. They're not as interested in bringing in the best kickers in the country. They don't really need them. They're in the end zone all the time. And so if you don't have, Mm -hmm. like, if you're not giving scholarships to kickers, maybe that's, or as many out there, then maybe that's one of the reasons we're not developing young kickers like in high school and other places. The, the crazy thing about it here is in Jacksonville, this is the best stop I've ever been in a, for kickers. Fletcher's had like a litany of good kickers. Bartram has good. Ponte is good. I mean, there are good kickers, seriously, in,
1: in high school. Ironic. I've it? ever seen. It's not ironic. It's not a coincidence. No, ironic that the NFL team doesn't have one, but oh. all the high schools have great ones. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say all, but most
0: they, so. I mean, we have kids in, in high school kicking 48, 50 yard field goals. That is unheard of. Like Sign just up. ten years ago. Sign you know? up. No. But but am I getting to a point where with all these people playing soccer, more soccer than ever, how don't we have more good kickers? I just don't understand. I feel like this is the fourth time I've done this rant. This is taking yeah. over from my screenplay rant.
1: Yeah, this is the new the new screenplay.
0: <laughs> but like <laughs> I I don't it doesn't make sense to me until it makes sense when I continue to think about it. And it's like, maybe the colleges aren't wanting the good kickers enough for kids to want to do it, get scholarships for it, and then turn into NFL guys. I mean... I don't know. Maybe I, maybe the soccer kids are going to college to play soccer. Maybe the kickers are doing track and field more.
1: Maybe that's why the MLS is better than it's ever been. But mm. the point is, like, if you look around, Brett, think about the other teams in the league. Like, you know who their kicker is. We're one of the few. Like, Atlanta... They got Koo. He's pretty good. Miami. He's, he's cool. They got Saunders. He's pretty good. Like, most teams, you know their kicker because he's been there. But then Jacksonville is one of the few teams where it's like, hey, who's their kicker? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Like, I, I feel like we are one of the few with a problem this bad.
0: Well, I, which is crazy because outside of Jason Myers for a little bit, we went from SCOBY to Lambeau for a dozen years, yes, and it wasn't stability. a problem. Yes. Yeah. But Jason Myers, you know he's in Seattle making kicks. Well, see, Jay, that was my, I was going to use him as an example, and I said you're either really, really good or really not so good. Myers is more the in-between. He really is. Like he he is actually one of the few in-between guys where he goes on spurts. His biggest problem around here was extra points. It wasn't field goals. Mm. And then he went and made a Pro oh, Bowl with two. the Jets. Yeah, I think he missed one field goal the whole year. That was a good year. I mean, is he still out in Seattle, Casey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, how bad would we take that? Badly. Badly, but we would not have taken it over J- Josh Lambo's couple of years. No, right? no, no. Lambo was ridiculous. You guys want to take a guess at Justin Tucker's career extra point percentage? Ninety-seven. It's <laughs> a good guess. You got a guess, Brett? Ah, uh, well. But most first five, six years, he probably didn't miss. He missed one, I bet. Um, I'm saying he's probably ninety-eight and a half percent. He's at ninety nine flat. <laughs> and his first six years he didn't miss anything. Yeah. Well that was because it was moved up, remember? Yeah. They switched over to the thirty three yard yeah. extra point. And Still it's pretty oppressive. That's uh He's automatic. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. Automatic last year as well, by the way. All right, we take a break. Action sports shacks hey, on ESPN six ninety and uh Hey a lot going on in Major League Baseball this past weekend. Plus we go around some other NFL storylines as well. Not named Kickers. We'll be back on ESPN 690.
1: Is there a team
0: built around this young quarterback that I miss when they? put the team together. that I miss when they poured money into a free agency to make sure he was protected? Did I miss when they made early draft picks to protect him up front or early draft picks to give him skilled players on the outside? And this is a team to me that I feel like has helped its second year quarterback the least of all the quarterbacks drafted last year. And it's going to be a struggle for Justin Fields to take that leap that we look for our quarterbacks to take in between year one and two of starting. I don't know if I disagree with him there. I think he's right. How good is that going to feel when people Ryan are Clark. saying it Ryan and it's Clark. not Clark. about the Jaguars, finally? Because you've heard that for a couple of years in a row now. Yeah, Jack spent a ton of money. Uh, the the Chicago's not in great shape. I told you Clay Harbor tweeted out those series of, like, bad uh, incompletions, in and it was yeah. not good. Uh, so that was not pretty. We'll get back some football talk uh, here uh, in in a little bit. How about the, some baseball? Did the... Uh, the Dodgers and the Mets just, like, clinched their divisions this week? Well, they definitely turned it up, didn't they? Uh-huh. We're in different standings a little bit. That's it's game play. Yeah. The Mets, your Mets. They had a big series because it was against the Braves. And normally, in every season I've ever watched, this would have been the series. This would have been the four-game four set, five-game set. I forget what it was. It was five games, was a set, five which, game set. which also led to the magnitude of it because they yeah. took four out of five. Nobody ever takes four out of five, but we don't have five games. I think they were five and a half up when it started or something close to it. <laughs> so, like, normally in every other season, this is the series where they collapse and it's the end of the season for the Mets. But uh, no, they fought against their, uh, their default. Listen, the Padres weren't catching the Dodgers anyway, but after making all the moves and headlines last week to get swept by the Dodgers. That's pretty ugly. Too, and yeah. now it's like, okay, well, what are they going to look like? And the Dodgers, by the way, are just unbelievable, which we already knew. But the Yankees continue to get all the attention this year, and now the Mets are getting a lot of attention. And the, uh, I think the Astros people are sleeping on, and also the Dodgers. But the Dodgers are now six games ahead of the Yankees in the loss column. Seven games ahead of the Astros, and six games ahead of the Mets. Like, they are clear of everybody by six games. Yeah, as of today. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It really is. I mean, it's got to come that back down to earth for them, does not it, though? No, no, no. Wow, they're no, so loaded, you know? No, no, but aren't they starting to run into some pitching issues? I thought I saw some injuries starting to hit the Dodgers.
1: Uh, Kershaw got hurt.
0: Yeah. His annual injury? Yeah, his... <laughs> yeah, but, but to be honest, that he that hasn't even, even
1: anymore. He hasn't been their best pitcher this year. Uh, that's fair. So... Uh,
0: it'll have, hurt. It'll hurt. No doubt. Uh, the the Astros obviously are playing re- really well, seventy and forty, but uh, the story now might start to become the Yankees and the Yankees who are still terrific at seventy and thirty nine. The Blue Jays are within ten games of them. They're nine and a half, and people are Ooh. starting to wonder how historic of a fall that would be. It, they're not. That's <laughs> not gonna happen.
1: Come on, can't we wish, Brent? Oh, I... <laughs> <laughs> Brian, it could happen. They, You know they play Toronto at I know, least six times.
0: I know. They do They do have a tough part of the schedule. And you brought this up a while back, Casey, mm-hmm. that the Yankees did play a softer part of the schedule in the, the first half of the year.
1: They got their Royals and they got all the, the Angels. They got all those teams out of the way. And now they got to play their division.
0: I've, lo- I've said this all year about the Yankees. The Yankees played such good baseball. And maybe you could say this about the Dodgers and Astros and Mets as well. I just feel it really about the Yankees pitching was so good for the first three months of the year. Mm -hmm. And now Judge, like, went on this, I mean, crazy first 110 games of the season. Mm -hmm. Like, you just can't keep up those kind of paces. That's the thing. It doesn't. You can't. You can't do it. But can you find it again is the key for the Yankees. Like, can you, like, the Astros, I think they struggled early, right? They were behind early and then they found it. Like the, the Red Sox were pretty interesting to me. Like They were awful. They found it. They went like 25-4. And, and Now they're awful again. Now they're back. So like the bad. Mets actually give, give the Mets credit. They've been the barely consistent. G- the gap started to close all the way to a half a game with Atlanta, and you're like, uh-oh, it gets a little tighter, and then boom, they just pulled away with it the Rob coming up. back and some fantastic p- pitching. It also helps that Scherzer's pitching out of his mind. Out of his mind, but it also helps that Atlanta kind of faltered when they had the opportunity. The Listen, the Grom is so good. Yep, for his four games that he'll pitch for the team this year, sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, You're brutal.
0: Is there anybody that, like? How do you? How do you talk bad about him? You guys should be that's lobbying to keep him. I love, well, that's the point, right? Like the guys already said, he's gonna opt out, right? So he's already looking at that kind. Con- I would him. too. I don't blame him. He's gotta go get that money. But he's talking about being in love with the Braves, growing up, and he looks up to guys like Smoltz and Maddox, and. He doesn't really like the whole New York thing. That's been put out there for a while, for years now. He he never really pitches a full season at this point. Now, granted, when he's out there, he's the best pitcher on the planet. I mean, just amazing. True. But are you willing to spend all the money to have him out there sometimes? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Steve Cohen is. Well. Absolutely.
1: Because as long as those sometimes are in the postseason... You're fine. Well, you don't know that they will be because it hasn't well, know, been for a while. I understand, but hopefully, and they
0: never give the guy run support. So really, what are you paying for? There's a lot of Mets uh, conversation in my world, especially now that you've invaded it too, <laughs> and uh, somebody else. And so, like the thought is, like they should do if they were going to do anything, they should just throw like crazy money at him, mm-hmm. like a like a, a Trevor Bauer kind of deal, Casey, like a one or sure, two year deal. Right. And just try to get more out of him, but it does sound like from every, reading the tea leaves that he he already said he's going to opt out, but probably go elsewhere. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't like the city. He's not a big city guy. Yeah, and that's okay. Like that's fine. But get what you can out of him. Be the biggest cheerleader right now because he's your ticket to maybe a world championship. Yeah, uh, because he is unbelievable. It's I mean, for him to not when he pitched the other day. It was the first time since what? Like, I mean, last was it year. like last summer. Yeah. yeah. In the big leagues? Mm-hmm. And he was electric. Yeah. It's it sick. Well, that's the thing. Usually a guy's out that long. You need a couple of starts to go d- to knock the dust off. <laughs> but he's been waiting to go. He wasn't even really injured this year. He just felt like forearm discomfort, I think is what they described it, it as. Yeah. And then they just shelved him just in case because, you know, the Mets want to make the postseason this year. They're, you know, they got their eyes on October. But, I mean, how long do you keep him on the shelf till he walks away, and never pitching for you?
1: I tell you what, the Mets, like, they're not going to do this. But could you imagine if they did some weird, like you pitch to Grom every other day, but you only pitch him like three, three innings. innings? They could do that. And you put Scherzer on the same thing, and then like have Diaz pitch two innings. But you just no. have those guys
0: pitch every three days. I'm talking
1: about like in the playoffs.
0: Like, could you imagine 1912 style? Let's go. Be lit. If you could take one team right now, that's would it be the Mets? Mm-hmm. Wow, I think it would. I don't even know who their position players Welcome are. to the bandwagon, guys. Well, yeah, they got a couple of good ones. I'm not saying I'm rooting for it. Right, well, you know, I'm just saying, like, if you could to. throw some money on somebody right now, it's yeah. like the even the Dodgers are unbelievable. They're out of this world, right? The Yankees have been incredible. The, again, the Astros, I talked about. The Braves are still good. There are other teams. Cardinals have come on strong. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of teams you could, that could win it in the postseason. But when you've got DeGrom, if you plan to have DeGrom and Scherzer. Pitching wins the day. They've got a great lineup, too, now. Well, and their lineup includes a guy like Lindor, who mm-hmm. they made the move for last year, right? It would have been last year. And now, mm-hmm. and I love that guy. Uh, and their back end with Diaz, who we'll get into in a little bit, maybe with his interest music. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I mean, I just, I think they're as good as anybody. And they weathered the storm of... Not having Degrom perfectly, yeah, like that was the big question at the outset of the season. Can you get to a point where you're still in it when these guys do come back and are healthy? Guy like yeah, will, will it matter? Yeah, they did
1: it, like they pulled
0: it off. Yeah, it was almost as big as a huge trade at the deadline.
1: True, it's actually better to be honest. Hmm. I well, think well, he's the, the best guy anybody acquired. If that's how you're. That's look fair, out. but again, you
0: the clock's ticking. You got 30 more innings with the guy.
1: I I, 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 I do think who the
0: team to beat. In my opinion, is the Mets. You know. The Dodgers, maybe? The
1: Dodgers, yeah.
0: I know, I know you can throw names out. I'm just telling you, I think the team to beat is the
1: Mets. Okay. okay.
0: Well, I forget who sent us the who who did the stat. The Casey sent it to me. Was it ESPN or somebody else? Oh yeah. Give the Mets and the Dodgers a hundred percent chance of making the playoffs. hundred percent is pretty confident. I'm trying to get... uh, Have they they not watched this team over the last decade or two?
1: Yeah, I think that maybe they're not concerned about the trauma you have (laughs) and the other Mets fans have. Well, they should pay attention because I've seen it. I I know you've seen it, but pitching wins the day, bro, and they have it. So much of it outside of those two guys. Like, Chris Bassett is good. He is good. Carrasco is good. He's good. Like, they can pitch... With anybody, if couple, not better, a couple than of anybody.
0: injuries popping up. But you're right; they 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 got it right now. Again, I was just impressed with the fact they weathered the the bull rush of the Braves, and now boom, six and a half games up. Like, I could have seen them choke there a little bit. I've seen it. You know, it I mean, happened recently. Seen lead. a lot of teams do it. Like it happened two years ago. That's not easy when you've been so good and you're way ahead, and boom, here come the Braves who are now getting you know get finding their groove, and they could they're the World Series champs, and yep. you've got the pressure of the back pages and it's New York and New York and I think the mentality of this team's in a really good place,
1: uh, which is um, the team to beat. If the Mets go to the World Series, Aaron, will you go? It's a good question. Uh, I'd want you to. Outside
0: Citibank. Is it still Citi? It's Citi <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I'd, I'd try and go.
0: I mean, you'd be competing with, what, 30 million other people, so.
1: Brent, would we go as a show? Do you think we could get credentials? If <laughs>
0: you can get credentials, the question is, will anyone pay for you to go? Um... Like we no, no no, by the way, bigger. you couldn't. You probably couldn't get credentialed. Okay. Why not? Well, because you can't just like out of the blue be like, "Hey, I want to go cover the Mets now," even though I have never covered the Mets before. Like that's not how it works. Well, you make up. You make up a story with a connection. Like uh, I know he doesn't play there anymore, but when <laughs> Dan, when Dan Murphy played there, he was a Bulls guy. <laughs> so you go to cover the Bulls, kid. Oh, no. He was a, he was an Englewood
1: kid. Oh, Englewood. Oh, and JU. <laughs> it was Chipper who was the bullshit. Yeah, kid. Chipper was. Uh, Francisco Lindor's from Orlando. <laughs> can we try that? Can we have make a, a local connection. Angle. You
0: tell him Casey Kurtz is Francisco Lindor's third cousin. I got a better Dubai. chance of going to the Yankees <laughs> and saying, I got to go cover the first base coach. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's a good one. A first base coach <laughs> is my bud. Yankees. I need to cover the game. <laughs> he texts me often. <laughs> Yankees meds World often. Series. Come uh, on now. We can be there. <laughs> uh,. Yeah. <laughs> I do think uh,
0: there it is okay. I'm laying it down. The Pete
1: Alonzo's from Gainesville. Come, oh, no. come on, you oh, he's a we're Alonzo. getting closer. Oh, boy, Pete. Now yeah, we just need somebody from Jackson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it still wouldn't matter, man. You can't just show up at the uh, doorstep, doorstep of the world series. Hey,
1: they've never seen ESPN 690.
0: <laughs> Where's the name drop, Brent I totally we forgot. Just friend. September. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's a brand new show.
0: Maybe we can get in through the, like, the, the land-free press. Oh, my God. DeGrom. De-
1: Dude, we're yes. in. We're, we're in. in. There's no chance we're not in. We're in. At least one of us is getting in. Brent's poo-pooing this thing. I think we got a shot. Brent, you here. used to work at Albany.
0: I did, yeah. We didn't can- cover the Mets at all. Covered <laughs> <laughs> Canada at Albany. Jeez.
1: You're freelancing for your old job. We've got DeLand and we've got Gainesville. We're in. 100% we're in. Nah. We really need him to play somebody with someone from Jacksonville, though, without a doubt. We we said
0: seg- we're going to segue and we come back. The Diaz open. I'm not sure, our entrance music. People, Mets fans know this. I'm not sure everybody's heard it. It's, it's definitely very, making it a wrap. Their clip unique. had six yes. million views yeah, on Twitter, it's, it's so I think people have. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah so that may, well we get about five million a day on the show, so yeah, probably most people have. you right.
1: <laughs> it's nothing short of electric, folks. You got to come back for it. It's it's going to get you go. Like you're going to want to do something. In your car while you're driving, about I gotta (laughs) just—that's very vague, by the way. You're gonna be because I don't know. Like I was gonna say, you wanna go strike somebody out, but like hey, hey, JSO, get the speed traps going. Yeah, JSO, because this
0: is the time. This is your chance. Get the radar guns on. People are gonna start speeding because of this program. Go faster than a Degrom fastball. That's pretty fast now. Uh, Uh, When we come back, best intro music or entrances in general in sports. Yeah, man. We had a good text chain going on this. did, huh. thanks to Mr. Diaz. Just out of the blue, who has been awesome, by the way. Amazing great, uh, for the Mets. Amazing back on ESPN six ninety. This will get you pumped. Yeah, well, like, what do you think? You think of Chicago Bulls, right? Like, yes is this no. still cool? I think of Chicago Bulls, but I also think of, like, everyone getting hyped. Like, you could put this literally to any montage or B-roll, and no matter what, like, a person could be typing a note, and you're like, yeah, type that note. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this reminds me of, which, like, just doesn't feel as cool as it used to? But this is why this was so hot in the day. It was like uh, jock jams. Yeah, jock jams was a big deal. You know, and, and ESPN used this entrance music yeah. in some of their spots. And that's uh, a good one. But this is like the most well-known entrance music for a team, isn't it? It's got to be. It's got to yeah, be. For a team. For a like team, yeah. Like like that's a rare, a that's team, a rare yes. thing
1: to have. Like a team has their own song, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's like a fight song for Notre <laughs> Dame, you know? I mean, like that obviously... People know. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I don't even know of another entrance for so, any team.
1: The lightning always used Thunderstruck, okay. Which is pretty cool. But but that's
0: because you're a fan. Boo. But nobody outside of like the lightning know that. Oh. I mean seriously, like I'm you sorry. think other people do you think people in Calgary know that?
1: Yeah. You
0: think so? Is it that popular?
1: Yeah, they should know. They got they got smoked by the lightning and they were in the cup.
0: <laughs> Yeah. So I was, good to them. I was in Calgary just like saying, bombs.
1: All right. How about like the Seattle Kraken? They're new. They, they have no they idea. Know, right, Seattle, the Seattle Kraken have no idea their own song. Okay, they're still trying to figure out what the NHL is. Uh, Yanni Gordon knows he's on their team. He hears Thunderstruck just randomly. They play it. He gets hyped. The whole team's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "It's a hockey thing." They're still trying to figure out hockey in Seattle. Well, it's like it's a, it's a little the bit cracking. like uh,
0: it's a, it's a bit like um, Sweet Caroline at Fenway Park. Just different. Like yeah. everybody knows it exists, but the Bulls' theme music was like that. Yeah. So what we're getting at, though, this is more athlete-driven. And Diaz, the closer for the Mets, comes into this, Casey. It almost sounds a little bit like a blue man group at first. <laughs> when I first clicked on it, like, I didn't know much about it. I was like, I did not expect this. No. Well, Did you think your, a wild thing? Yeah. you think a understand from Mariano Rivera? Yes.
1: And I was like, dang, this is great. This is awesome. I want you to imagine hearing this and knowing that what's about to happen, your job that you do, you have absolutely no chance to accomplish. Because <laughs> it has got like a 1.59
0: or something ERA.
1: Like, if I was on on deck, I would be hyped for that, and to know I have no chance. I'm going to go sit down in three pitches and still be hype because the song was lit. So why
0: did all of a sudden this go crazy, like, this weekend?
1: You have to, like, it's hard because these are the things that don't pop up on TV. It's been a thing all year, but, like, you need someone to bring the attention to
0: it. It just needs the right time and right – I think it's one of those social things where you're like – this is going to be big and it's not. And then something goes out and you had no idea it was going to be big. But uh, people should have Well, known this, this is for big. What did you say? It had like 6 million. Yeah, 6. It's, it's definitely no. making the yeah, rounds. It's I think it's just, rounds. you don't often hear entrance music like that with the horns and stuff. It's yeah, usually it's like a heavy metal song or a hip and hop song. Mr. Metz playing the trumpet or with whatever. Mrs. Matt, yeah. Yeah. Or Mrs. Mr. Metz, by the way, Brent, I know you only mentioned it because he's a mascot Hall of Famer. Oh, of course. That's why I mentioned it. So who else? I mean, there are certainly ones all-time that stick out, but there are also ones that are like today that kind of stick out. We were talking about a few of them before the uh, Yeah, you show. had a good list going. So uh, I think you had a good list going. You th- well, well, I think a Tyson Fury most recently in terms of entrances, the boxer. Yeah. Right? Casey, unbelievable. Good. Like he has this whole – the last one was incredible. I think people loved it. Yeah. But, it, but he, it's, a, it's a choreographed thing. You guys remember John Smoltz used to come out to uh, ABBA Dancing yeah. Queen?
1: <laughs> yes. When he was closing, he did. <laughs> do you yeah. think that was a troll, or
0: do you think that, you think he's jamming to ABBA or ABBA, however you say, it, in the bullpen? And then suddenly they call his name and goes, oh, yeah, I've got to do this pitching thing.
1: So I think if I, I think it's genius because you're going to throw off the hitter.
0: Okay. I'm with you on there. So like Freddie Smoltz was filthy.
1: Yeah. And on the flip, Freddie Freeman used to walk out to, um, Friday by what's her name Rebecca Rebecca
0: Black, Black. that's got to be a troll too
1: exactly if you throw the dude off like I know if I was pitching I'd be like what is this man doing this Freddie Freeman and then he pops you for four fifty and you're like yikes I'll tell oh, you I'll tell
0: you who nailed his city's vibe with his walkout music it's your guy or at least he was for a while Jonathan Papelbon he used to do the uh, drop oh, kick he, Murphy's. dropkick Murphy's yeah, yeah shipping up to Boston yeah that was good that's a good one yeah that was that was a good fit.
1: Kenley Jansen used to do California Love when he was a Dodger. You know what's crazy? Here, this was wild. You guys are bringing up
0: all baseball people for walk-up songs, mm-hmm. for at-bats, or closer music, uh, and it's it's doesn't come off like the cool hip sport. Yet that's like a cool hit thing. Yeah, it doesn't like, really happen in other a bigger sports. Why thing in that sport? It doesn't happen. Like someone like, comes in on a foul whistle in an NBA game, they're not playing some walk-on music. They should, maybe. so though. They should. That would be pretty dope. <laughs> and it doesn't happen in football. Oh, kickers? Imagine
1: if kickers came out Every to time, music. That
0: would be good. That would be great. That is a good <laughs> idea. Maybe the Jets would make some. Yes. Don't count on it. But, you know, the best entrances of all time are wrestlers. I'm not even a wrestling guy, really. And wrestlers at least stick out in my mind as like, the first note of a song or entrance music—it's it—it kind of rattles you a little bit. Oh yeah. Crush those beers over your head, <laughs> little Steve Austin action. Come on, give him a stunner. Yeah. <laughs> you are—you are correct, by the way. And I couldn't name all of them. Like I'm—like I could name Stone Cold Steve Austin. I couldn't name like even John Cena's. I haven't watched it. Enough to know Okay
1: so here's the thing With John Cena His stuff is himself Oh is that what it is Yeah It's not like a song No it's a song But it's John
0: <laughs> You have Terry Bollea's music Over there No <laughs> Oh That's recognizable but, so wrestling does. I mean, as soon as you know, the place goes crazy. <laughs> yes. But boxing, I think, has these wild entrances. I'm not sure if it's a specific song. They mix up the songs. So it's not one song. Maybe mm-hmm. that takes away from it. Maybe. Also, so, the fact that no one watches boxing anymore. But yeah. Wow. Yeah, that hurts. Uh, now, uh, listen, when, you, when Tyson Fury fights, everybody's watching for that night. Deontay Wilder fights, everybody's watching for that night. Yes. Wasn't it Wilder the that only came two in with names. that whole like, mask, mask yeah. thing? The, and the was, diamond mask. And yeah. everybody's like, I think he. I think he wore himself out with the entrance, mm-hmm. he did. <laughs> you know. And so, but so it's boxing. I'm sure. MMA. I don't feel that yet. Yeah. Uh, but wrestling, which no MMA's UFC is big. UFC is big on the like the, they come out to the same song.
1: Yeah, I don't get chills a lot. Nope. And when we were at the UFC, right after you left, before the main events, you remember that? Yep. And yeah, you left because you're old and a loser. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> Time out. You can't. You can't crap on Brent. We're trying to beat the traffic at a UFC. No, night. and I, no, no, I no, had no, already no. witnessed the best <laughs> fight of the <laughs> night. <laughs> okay, Brent was there all night, okay. and the two title fights that were coming up, the main event. Yes, Brent's like, I'm gonna go. He's gonna beat the traffic. Well, well, why? Did what I I go? traffic. Nobody else was leaving because it's the main event. The point, I stayed way longer than I already was gonna stay. <laughs> he did. We convinced him. Yeah, <laughs> the only thing keeping him going was the popcorn. He hey, made four trips to I the did. popcorn. I, I had go. to
0: keep going, but I loved it. By the Jeez. way, I did love it, but. I had already seen the fight of, like, the year. You did. That was
1: awesome. So I was like, this
0: isn't going to top it. Dude, I'm with you. So, anyway. I'll leave a concert before an encore. I'll leave a game yeah. at the end of the fourth quarter. I'm out. You're a bum. The end of the fourth quarter, the game's over. Uh, you know what I mean. Like, towards the end of the fourth quarter. As long yeah. as the game is not hanging in the balance. So well, the Fox, Jets, yeah, the and Jets, game Jets wrestling usually aren't. And baseball, has had all this music? <laughs> you know, like, you're right. Like, tennis players should have music. Well, that would certainly make it more interesting, yeah. <laughs> Golfers, <laughs> Should have walk-up music. in the backswing. They should have the music <laughs> start blaring. They do it at the, like the Zurich Classic. They play music, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. they, they, I think they're going to do that more as we go along. Anyway, Live Golf is going to have live <laughs> concerts on the tee. <laughs> yes. So, so, but is that it? That's weird, right? I, I love your idea about the kickers. Yeah, I want some stud kicker. They'd be like, I want you to play this song when I come out. And you know what makes that it even be more awesome. it makes it even more confusing, especially for football, because when you go to games, you see they're trying to shove those music moments into every little stoppage of play. Why not for when the kicker comes out? That makes no sense to me. Be awesome. Be great the idea. Jags kickers,
1: the Jags kickers would walk out to the Undertaker music because, like they know it's not gonna go <laughs> well. They're like, ah, <laughs> here we go again. <laughs>
0: They could you walk can, out to uh, Janet Jackson, miss you much. <laughs> you can play The Undertaker to break because we're... Death is in the air. The uh, Jags are trying
1: to attack uh, uh, the field uh, goal.
0: Uh, 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 we're way late to break, so we might need The Undertaker. 4-4-5 four, four, coming up to the next on ESPN 6-9.